0: 26th of March, 2018. It's the real KNC. Kent Laird. Chris Curtis. Center court Ken and Curtis yesterday. Look out. Chris Curtis, big star, being, hey, Chris, how you doing? Curtis, big fan of the show. That's a lie.
1: People love me. What can I say? Chris Curtis.
0: I love Chris. I don't know what it is about him. Scott Nery, Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer,
1: sports. Hooked us up bigly, big time. We never get anything.
0: Wham! Well. People
1: think this is a joke. In radio, you work in sports talk radio. They think you get tickets, this, that, the other thing. We get
0: our 15 minutes in the box each year. Let's go Red Sox! At Red Sox. I got great Milton swag. I, got, I can't complain. That's the one thing I have. Milton's hooked me up big the Ken Laird package. It is the store for men. And that's mostly thanks to Kirk and Jerry, mostly Kirk. Hello,
1: Um, and the but so we get that. Everything else, nothing. A big fat nothing. I get told through Kirk that Scott's got these seats through Buffalo Wild Wings, and he's like, "They're great seats." I'm thinking, okay, you know, maybe Loge somewhere. We were literally splitting
0: the center of the court. Yep. Wow. Uh, With a lot of dignitaries, Obama's people were there. I know, Rahm
1: Emanuel. I thought Jerry would give me some credit for recognizing the former chief of staff. Who's he rooting
0: for? You got an evil eye from Rahm. Oh, he was not happy. Taking that candid photo. (laughs)
1: No, 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 no. I think I got audited. And he was on the cell phone the whole time? The whole time.
0: And we had some fine dining before the event. Those uh, chicken fajitas I got were a good choice. (laughs) Kirk would have sent those back promptly. I ate them. Dummy. Do you know anybody that would go to the fours and order fajitas? Like, I was hungry. I thought it would be one of those, like, you know, you go to the border cafe, you get fajitas. You're, that's a lot of food. You're right. locked up for the day.
1: Right. Well, it was get, a bad order. Abject idiot here. The fours is great, but they looked like chicken tenders.
0: It actually wasn't so bad. It was just, you know, they were dripping in soy sauce. Well, it was a little weird that Dale was taking a bath in the Ray Bork sandwiches. <laughs> Grow up. Just
1: rubbing himself in it. Ken and Curtis
0: aren't adults. Well, big renovations going on at the TD Garden. You don't go down to the the TD Garden. You know, they have the Bobby Orr statue outside, and they got uh, this miniature Dale statue that's going to go right next to it. <laughs> it's going to a crate. They took my job, like they did you, and they said, go stand on a crate and introduce Jack Edwards, the voice of the Boston Bruins. Yeah, standing on a crate. Oh, wow. We love Dale. We love Dale. Dale is part of the reason, though, I must say. We didn't do a podcast Friday. A lot of backlash. No Friday podcast to wrap up last week. That's part of the reason we're in today. I had to get Dale set up for the Sports Reporters. What? Which is still going on somewhere. I'm not quite sure where, but Lupica was on the other line. Dale was talking back and forth. You were
1: talking to Loopy? <laughs> uh,
0: I didn't talk to Loopy. Oh. I felt like through Dale, though, that was the conduit to greatness. Wow. If Kirk were here, he would have done that in two seconds.
1: If it happens, you'll know I'm in town. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bring hat. Will you bring hats?
0: So... This will be a look back on today's Tangway show, which is Monday, but also last week. Got to be honest, today's Tangway appearance was... Forgettable. Quite forgettable. I'd like to forget most of the show. I wish
1: we could just erase all memory of the show. Uh, Tangway, nice guy. We like him, but man. All right. Okay, you win. <laughs> You've got I some, mean, I don't know what you, what do you want to tell He's on again this week? Unprepared. The only thing he cared about today was defending Felger, which is just so odd. Then he gets this guy, whoever, a girl from proper Boston to write about how provocative he is... With no examples. Well, for sports, know, he is. I know I'm, I'm a trained journalist. No, he I is know, wh- but as far as sports goes, wh- I would call him a provocative okay, sports Gary, talk show host. I know you're a screenwriter, scriptwriter. If you want to call someone provocative, you can. You have to give me an example. Oh, I mean, the Bruins started a campaign... Using Felger's take so at the beginning of the year. Young, saying, a, Bruins saying a hockey team is too young is provocative? No, what he said was at the beginning of the season, for sports. I know sports, what he said. Okay. For sports. Gary. I admire him. I'm a fan. Oh, I think he does Jesus. a great show. You admire fan. him? I do. I, I admire do You admire me? a lot. And you know what that does? It He's puts, not even on
0: NBC Sports anymore.
1: No, and it puts Kirk and Jerry in a very difficult position because it makes them seem like they're jealous or angry at Felger when that's not the point at all. It's uh, a fair point. They're simply mocking this guy who professes to be a reluctant, hesitant star. Oh, he's Every six months is doing a Q and A in a local. Quarterly.
0: Okay. All right. Lover pie.
1: And so they're just pointing that out. And then Gary gets into it. And it puts them in this position where they have to, like, get angry. They're not angry that Felger does this. They don't give a shit if Felger does these <laughs> interviews. They're <laughs> mocking the fact that he does it while saying he doesn't like to do it. I don't like grab ass. I don't like the chit chat. Right.
0: It's Tangway's boy. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, the Stormy Daniel stuff was good. We did a couple segments on that, uh, including headlines. So You're on a roll, by the way, with headlines lately. Bam. Okay. Go uh, ahead, Chris. Machine. Uh, but you even look at the ratings. Like, you pulled out the TV ratings. What did Stormy do in Boston? Like a 20 or something? Yeah, 17, 20, something like that. Celtics were doing a one and a half Friday and Sunday. Granted, what? one of them was a late game, but... One and a half. All right, let's go to uh, Ed Nabington. You want to talk Celtics first, Ed? How are you? So Bruins are doing like a three. So Bruins are doing about double the Celtics right now. Could sports talk show hosts give half a damn? People bitch about us. We don't talk sports. We don't talk sports. What are people in Boston Five watching Five times at home? the audience. They want to hear Stormy Daniels talk. Right. Stormy Daniels' reaction. You, you are special. You remind me of my daughter. Oh, oh,
1: that is boy. the cringiest thing. And the overtime of the... Duke and... Kansas. Was even up. I mean, that was. If we're going to talk sports, I mean, more people in Boston were watching
0: that by four or five times the amount. Anyway, the fact that Gary is getting exposed a little bit some of these days is all a symptom of a larger virus, which is we're having Gary in too often. He's in twice a week now, which is one more day than he probably should be in. I don't do well on back to back days.
1: I mean, there have been weeks when we had a full staff of those that will not be named. They told me you were
0: an. I didn't believe. In others. Well.
1: Where we would say, Gary's really only good like once every couple weeks. No, I read the WEEI summary. And so now having
0: not only every week, We're having back-to-back, back-to-back weeks. I was really hoping. I was dreaming. And we're seeing a lot of mutt, which is good. We always love mutt coming in. uh, But we can only stretch him so far with sock season starting up this week. We'll get an update from Mike McNansky in just a little bit. Trenny was on the podcast last week. She made her, uh, uh, she called it amicable parting with Kirk. Who's that more due to, me or Jerry? Oh, definitely you. That gave us some content. Very good podcast. That was doing very well. And Trenny does... Move the needle. I'm two Look-alike. Hey. Oh, I see what you did there. She divides the audience. She
1: definitely elicits a reaction. People, you know, we even saw this with the individual host rankings within KNC. She was always up there. People like to say they hate her. They say they don't want to listen to her, but the, you know,
0: the proof shows that they do. Ah. Oh. She mentioned condoms, which even LJ brought up uh, on the weekend show in that crossover. That was not awkward oh, at all. Oh God. It's- what
1: we want to know is, what did you do with the box of condoms? Where's the box? I thought
0: maybe you would bring it along. No, nope, no. Nope. Uh, I, I don't know where it is. I- that elephant is asking for you,
1: <laughs> and I don't mean me.
0: <laughs> okay, this is now getting awkward.
1: All right. I was sitting in my car like, <laughs> deuce chills times a thousand. What was going on? A, a reverend or a pastor, whatever LJ
0: is. You know, we just had a prayer service. But back to the podcast. Kirk said today he thinks despite what she said last Thursday, she is going to be on the show again, right? Did I miss here then? No, he said that.
1: I do think Trendy will be back. That I do think.
0: I think you she'll do. be back, too. Yeah,
1: I do. Wow. And I think she should come back.
0: I haven't talked to her this weekend. I think she's coming back. I think she should come back.
1: I I kind of agree with him. Trenny's sending us tweets on Sunday. She's still very engaged with the personalities on this show. I think there's going to come a point where we're far enough removed, as you so accurately pointed out on the show Friday, that she left because she didn't like the stain, that she didn't want to be associated with the station during these sort of darker times, and she didn't like that feeling. Yeah. The further we get removed from those days the more she misses the limelight she'll miss the juice yeah the juice man you you can't escape it and she's never going to find that doing just when you think the celtics will stink marcus morris picks them up from the brink
0: you're never going to get a fraction of that juice you got in some trouble with kirk on the friday show for Empathizing with Trenny and her statement that Kirk drives up anxiety. Correct.
1: You were always anxious, right? I was always anxious, but you do create the most anxiety because you're the most demanding.
0: And but if we had a list of free, what am I demanding to you? Do you regret that? No,
1: I mean that's how I, the way I feel is that Kirk is a incredibly intense, come on, driven, smart person, and. When you get into a room with someone like that, who is incredibly demanding. Well, how am I demanding of you now? Obviously, if you're prone to anxiety, your anxiety will increase. Whether Whoever's fault it was that I'm anxious, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, I am. I'm anxious. So I was empathizing with Trenny, saying that when she's in the room, Kirk drives more of her anxiety than Jerry does.
0: Your whole source of your anxiety for this show is me. Maybe it is. What is that about? I don't know. Maybe I should go back to my therapist to <laughs> talk. I don't see Kirk as any more demanding than Jerry. I don't know. I don't know where that narrative comes from. Not more demanding,
1: but uh, Jerry will at times. Jerry, is, I feel like Jerry requests more
0: things of us than Kirk does.
1: No, it's, I'm not talking about work or things. I'm talking about if you're going to bring something up on the show, if you're going to invite a, or if you're going to bring up a topic, or you're going to turn on the mic and say something, if you're going to say we should play this sound or that sound. Jerry will much more likely say, okay, fine, go along with it. If the sound isn't exactly as what you described or isn't great, he's not going to lose his mind. If I say something on the show and say, hey, we've got sound of Trenny with Mark James, and we come out with it, and it's not exactly what I described it or it's not good... Kirk will much more likely than Jerry light into me saying, what are you thinking? What the hell are you talking about, really? Who thought of that? Why was that a good idea? Why would you ever, you know,
0: and go on for about five minutes? I disagree with that. I mean, Jerry flipped out of me for not having gun noises in the background when there were gun noises in the background. I guess Kirk has a high standard all the time, but jerry flies off the handle more often
1: well yeah these. no i would say it's you know the scene and as good as it gets where nicholson's out to oh, dinner with to helen hunt references. she says i need a compliment here and he says you're the reason i take my medicine or whatever mm-hmm. and she goes not really seeing the compliment and he goes you make me want to be a better man <laughs> with minahan it's a fear of letting him down and a recognition of where he is in this industry, that you want to get his approval, and in seeking that approval, you have anxiety. That's, and it's nobody's fa- whatever, whose fault it is, but
0: it's definitely anxiety causing. I feel me. like the show, I could understand wh- why the show would cause anxiety. I think it's just the show. It's not either Kirk or Jerry? With me, maybe it's because I've always... I don't know. I, it's, well, I'm not it's, saying you're, I'm not, you're wrong. You feel the way you want to I'm feel. not saying that yeah. Jerry
1: doesn't cause any anxiety. I'm saying that Kirk, more so than Jerry for me, has that influence, has that impact. <sighs> Kirk's a strange guy. Anyway, but one thing Kirk did say is that he's had my back in big spots. And he that, did say that's that, that's yeah. a fault That's a go, You know, thing he does a lot whenever I blame him for something or I say he's rude or mean, and it's true.
0: Yeah, well, he's referencing bringing you back on the show?
1: I don't know, but there, there was a big spot... And this is, I don't know if I've told you this in podcast form or I've talked about it since becoming sober. I'm an alcoholic. But it was a summer. They were looking for some cut from Goodfellas. And I rolled it in quickly. Meter was in and Kirk and someone else. I don't know, it was an odd cast. And (laughs) Sausage fires the cut that I had loaded in. Sausage, you freaking idiot! And there was a fuck, like a huge fuck. Fuck at the end of this cut. I mean, no... It's not hard to find any good fellas, yeah. It's just as loud as can be. And Sausage, for whatever reason, doesn't dump it. I'm I'm a 300-plus-pound blob! We go to break, it goes... There had to be a reaction that it played, right? It was something we played into break. Oh, it was going to the break. It was going to break. So it was like they were looking for this cut, and Sausage played it at the end of the segment. Took his headphones off while it was playing or something? Must have been. That must have been the case. So... (laughs) Nesson, like, goes black. I apologize to Nesson, if I might for a minute. And, oh, this is the suspension. And this is, so, after that show, I think this is the case. After that show, we go into Phil's office. The general manager is Phil Zachary. I'm wearing flip-flops. You've worn flip-flops since you've been back. Eh? No, that's a Kirkman edict. I don't want to have anxiety, wear flip-flops around him. so be good. And so, I'm sitting in there, and I must have stubbed my, my like, right heel or something and there's just blood pouring out the side of my foot. What do you, mean, you stubbed your right heel uh, no, like walking I stubbed, backwards? I don't know what I... Stu- or I backed into something. I don't know what the fuck I did. And I'm sitting there, and Kirk like looks down at my feet in just total
0: disgust. Uh, how much blood are we talking Is I don't know. A pool know. of
1: blood? A trickle of blood? I was... I have no...
0: I don't know. I don't That's remember. That's when you said near the time you almost bled out, right? I mean, oh, yeah.
1: Well, I had a year or two until I bled out. So, you know, I was somewhat alive. So, anyway, so... So in that moment, Kirk had our back and was like, oh, they're dopes, but don't fire them. Did there you get
0: blood dopes. on the GM's floor? I must have.
1: I, I think I had to have. I don't even know. <laughs> it's so bizarre. That uh. whole time of my life, I, I don't recall how it happened, why I did it. Oh, was they it... wanted you and Sausage fired for that incident? Yes. Or I think I think Phil several times had sort of had me fired for something or another. But Wow. In that moment, I think they were like, because Nessun was teetering whether they wanted to stay, and then this F-bomb goes over, and it was a bad,
0: bad Did that kill Nessun or no?
1: That's always blamed on Kirk. Uh, Nessun didn't like the fact that they couldn't control what we talked about, so they were going to be gone no matter what. They waited for an exact moment, an opportune time, when we were down to say we were... They were no longer working with us, but whatever.
0: Sorry, Nesson, I don't watch you. I think your programming is garbage. Uh, uh,
1: um, So yeah, so Kirk had my back then. He's had my back multiple times since, but um, I can't lie and say that um, being around him doesn't increase my anxiety.
0: But I, I think Kirk's right. She will be back at some point. Okay, we'll see if that happens. Otherwise, uh, you know, last week was also sort of the sad trombone of the b- bracket of the brainless just fading into oblivion. Yeah, it's the bracket of the brainless. The whole smell. city's talking. Uh, maybe Friday was actually kind of ended on an uptick. It started to take off. We have a good ignoramus eight ready to go. First. Ignoramus eight for some time this week. Whenever we Kirk get kept around wanting to, it. to
1: get to it, but yeah, he, we
0: he, he wanted to get to it today.
1: It was crazy. Every break, can we please? No. <laughs>
0: it's taking over the city. It's the bracket of the brainless. Uh, so I guess that'll return Thursday. I think at this point it's better now just to unveil the whole, we'll just do the whole eight, four matchups on Thursday when Mutt's in. No, Mutt's not in Thursday.
1: Oh, shit. Mutt's yeah.
0: in Tuesday, tomorrow Tuesday and Friday. Tuesday and Friday. Maybe we should do all four tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it.
1: I feel the momentum building. I think we could use something
0: tomorrow. I mean, that would require Kirk and Jerry actually wanting to do that tomorrow, which they may not want to do. Uh, but with Mutt's in, it makes a little more sense. It's so it's your easy.
1: hope is when Mutt's on the radio, things will get better.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean. We do all four. The whole the yeah. Ignoramus eight tomorrow. Then we'll be down to the final four. The, uh... <laughs> the forgotten four. <laughs> The, <laughs> the failed four. The failed four. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, that so that the, the failed four will be Friday with mud in. <laughs> a failed four Friday. Terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I like it. The voting failed...
0: was up. We got fifteen hundred votes so far. We got a, we got
1: at least six thousand total for that
0: round. I really like these last matchups. I had we started with thirty two total cuts, sixteen mudds and sixteen Curtis. How about the. Uh, Bracketologist Laird I mean um, the committee here That put this together We're down to an even number Four months Four Curtises, And they're all battling it out In the, in the uh, Ignoramus 8 wow.
1: And they're using Ken Linardi doing a great job.
0: I like it. I know? really can't predict a ton of these. I, the Tony C's mutt. I got to ask you, Steve, is pretty powerful, and it's got recency bias. And Jerry's right; it's going up against Good Weekend. There is a little bit of a, a fatigue factor, possibly. Good Weekend with Good Weekend because we play it every Friday. I mean, it's beloved, but it's also a little I think cliche. Good Weekend
1: is got the name recognition that will advance past Drunk Mutt at Tony oh, C's.
0: Drunk Mutt at Tony C's is so. Powerful. I have a lot of respect for Texas. Chock full of one-liners, and I that's mean, another he's got thing. A lot of I'll for talk Texas.
1: to you know. just gave you praise but i mean we filled up any one of my drops with 16 drops like we did with mutts but we
0: but we actually do here's my defense for that we actually do play the entire tony c's montage for your edification as a sort of drop on the show we've played the whole 20 seconds often that's true so it's nothing. But really there are. But you would admit there are about five or six within that. Yes. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. I mean, scrolling down, I got to ask you, Steve. I mean, true. In fact, three of the four mutt entrants are sort of longer form. Yours are quick hitters. Like free
1: hot breakfast. You had mentioned last week that you had seen him when we first introduced these drops. Like what was he doing? That he had had the, um, the whiskey. Yeah, Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark, right when you got there. So that was my. We both
0: had one. We were sitting there watching the uh, Dale and Holly show. Right.
1: So that was my first time at a bar without my wife or, you know, like outside of my bubble. And nobody knew that I was an alcoholic at that point. So I go in there and I'm like, all right, you know, I'll get my Diet Coke. That's what they tell you to do. Go to the bar, get a non alcoholic drink, and get something to eat so you're not feeling antsy. You know, you give all these lessons at AA and other groups. So I sit down and Mutt comes by and it like it's right at he's standing up and i'm sitting down i'm next to ben where the broadcast is going on ben kitchen the old producer and it's like i'm like what is that and it's like <laughs> a cup full of makers <laughs> mark that he's like holding by his side We're like woo! Who- he was on his third at like five twenty. <laughs> it was a doers. By the way, doers. Oh, know. I think it was doers. I don't Dewar's. know. It smelled like <laughs> death in a bottle. But he was he was loving every second of it, man.
0: But he wasn't the only one. It just so happened he was on with Steve Lyons five hours later. But by the time we got the, it just so it. happened that the bar ran out of doers. Postseason. Click on regular seasons at a postseason. Free hot breakfast going up against Clarence Clearwater. Those that is a matchup of Titans. Clarence Clearwater could easily win the whole thing. Clarence Clearwater will beat free hot breakfast. I don't know. That's a. Uh, It's going to be a great matchup. I'm just saying. It's another great one. Well, that
1: laugh, it's not so much the drop, it's the laugh following that Jerry and Kirk have, which makes that even better. Clarence, Clearwater (laughs) Revival.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which is there for the set, the dialogue for the city. There's such a pause and a crescendo for it. It's, it, it's, It's hard to not... With DMC... I can set the dialogue for the city. The She's dialogue gets better every time. But it's going up against the dog bite, which also has the recency going for it. Tom Brady has a scar on his quad. And has several drops within it. The dog bite is so good. This has been the week so far today. So this has been the week so far today. You know? <laughs> That's so good. Say that again, Patio. Uh, say it again, Patio? I mean, there, there are a couple embedded in the clip. And then... Herb Chambers is also a pretty uh, coveted Mutt Drop. Back at it here in the Herb Chamber the- Going up against Pleasure to Be Here. Pleasure to Be Here, Richard. Thank you for
1: having me. That's going to be a tough one. That is a tough I don't know. That's a toss-up. I think Dog Bite will... Mm. What's that going against? Set the Dialogue? Yeah. Wow, that's a tough one. I think Dialogue will win, but it'll be really close. And then I think Herb Chambers will advance.
0: Over, over Pleasure to Be Here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can see a, I can see a off on that side of the bracket. I can see Double Curtis... Going up against... The dog bite is so good, though. It is so unbelievably, perfectly stupid. And now tonight, he got bit by a dog. One of the best moments of the year.
1: I mean, that moment with Kirk in the Mall of America, hearing that, I will never forget that for the rest of of my life. Hearing Kirk cackle
0: (laughs) throughout the mall as Mutt just made a fool of himself. See, we try to drum up some interest for the uh, bracket of the brain. Perhaps we'll do that tomorrow. I like it. Or perhaps Friday. Never go Big week. Socks are opening this week. I'm jacked up. I like the Thornburg jersey, looking good. Thank you. Tune in today
1: at 2 after you listen to this podcast, so tune in whenever. Mutt with his buddies, Dale
0: and Rich. I don't know what Mutt we're going to get. We had horse racing Mutt Friday. Oh, we got to play some of the horse, the jockey Mutt. (laughs) we got to get that audio. Was that fantastic? Oh, my God. How upset did jockey Mutt get (laughs) during headlines last week?
1: It's not often I go back and listen to parts of the show on the weekend. I try and sort of whatever, but Friday and Saturday I was driving around, and I played back that moment in headlines with mutt flipping out i couldn't stop laughing at the horseback the boutique meets at pimlico or suffolk downs God. jose flores yes he died is he one of your favorites no he's a veteran jockey who's kicked around the up and down the east coast he raced it uh during the suffolk downs uh boutique meet last summer oh he did yes he oh, was up the here boutique meet. he sounds like deranged it's incredible if oh, I wish I could care about anything one tenth as much as he cares about horse racing. You're making fun of a guy dying, Chris. Whatever. I'm not making fun of him dying. You said the jockey dying. It was the lead sad. story well, on New York Post yesterday yeah, afternoon. Right, so I thought of you. Ken's playing this stupid music.
0: Do well, you I'm care? Because they're making fun of a guy dying. fun of anything. And essentially, you're mocking the sport itself. Yes, anything. that's what yes. you're. Yeah, about. About We're We're
1: horse playing. racing. Mutt is insane. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're like a serial What's, killer.
0: Despite everything that happened at Saratoga, he like booked the next year's trip the day after the DUI. It's
1: it's unbelievable. He's just going there it's like what you're looking at a horse (laughs) run around in a place that your life almost freaking ended and you just
0: book it right back there that is it's more than a fetish it's an obsession it really is
1: it's like it's bizarre it's this weird thing with horses and my hot little hands right here like i don't know I, it's bizarre and i'm looking forward to the three posts or whatever the <laughs> podcast is coming up whatever he's doing for the uh, across
0: the board across yeah, across
1: the board yep that'll be coming up soon
0: so. and hopefully he gets off to a good start that's all we can hope for. <laughs> what
1: do they call I'm that sure. in horse racing month
0: uh good start yeah he knows best t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours